Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Shape the Culture's weekly message. Thank you so much for tuning in for another week of our weekly podcast, where it is our goal, our aim, our mission, every week to deliver a creative, authentic, inspiring message straight to you, the people, give you something to promote the belief in yourself. That's our big thing at Shape the Culture. We believe that as people begin to believe in themselves more, believe to believe in their purpose, you know, follow their path and you know, maintain their character and become masters and understand that the spirit of God lives inside each and every one of us, that we can truly shape the culture together, that we can change. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you're a first time listener, I just want to say thank you so much for giving us a chance. Thank you for checking us out. I truly appreciate it. I hope that you enjoy your time as you listen to this podcast. I hope I give you something to think about, meditate on throughout the day, throughout the week, and hopefully throughout your life. And I hope that you subscribe either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast provider. You can also visit us at shapetheculture.org. If you're a continuing listener, I want to say thank you so much for continuing to tune in. Thank you for continuing to check us out. And thank you for continuing to share. Everybody who shares a Shape the Culture message, I truly appreciate it. It means the world to me. I appreciate all the constructive criticism, feedback, reviews that I get keep them coming. It keeps me going. And I want to be able to keep this going and keep us going together. So thank you so much. So this week we are continuing and concluding our series for dreamers only. And man, this has been, this has been such a great series. It's been the longest series Shape the Culture has ever done. I believe that we've been in this series for a total of two months where every week we've been focused on the story of Joseph and We started with him as a young man at 17 as a dreamer, and now we've grown to see him 13 years later become second in command under Pharaoh. And I just believe that his journey is so important for us all because I believe we're all going through our own dreamers heroic journey where we're all learning how to deal and maintain through our trials and tribulations. So it's been very awesome for this series. I've learned a lot as I've been going through this series, delivering these messages, doing my studying and my research. And I hope that you've been learning as well. And I hope that by the end of this series, you just feel more motivated to keep going. You feel like you have the power and the endurance to stand through whatever comes your way. And that you understand that everything happens on purpose. Truly, everything happens on purpose. And we're going to get into that a little bit today as well. And so today I'm going to skip ahead to chapter 45. We're going to be with Joseph as he meets with his brothers. Finally, we saw him meet with Pharaoh last week and deliver his his prolific message. And that's how he received becoming second in command. And now we're going to fast forward a couple chapters and see what happens when Joseph is in command and he meets his brothers. The same brothers who set him up for failure at the very beginning of the story and sold him into slavery. So I'm going to be reading from Genesis chapter 45, verse 1 through 15. And it reads like this. Joseph could not stand it any longer. There were many people in the room and he said to his attendants, out, all of you. So he was alone with his brothers when he told them who he was. Then he broke down and wept. He wept so loudly the Egyptians could hear him. And word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I am Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said to them. So they came closer. And he said again, I am Joseph, your brother. 
whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. The famine that has ravaged the land for two years will last five more years, and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to persevere, persevere many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. And he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all of Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and tell him, this is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt. So come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen, where you can be near me with all your chicken and grandchildren, your flocks and herds, and everything you own. I will take care of you there, for there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, you, your household, and all, of, all your animals will starve. Then Joseph added, look, you could see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that I really am Joseph. Go tell my father of my honored position here in Egypt. Describe for him everything you have seen and then bring my father here quickly. Weeping with joy, he embraced Benjamin and Benjamin did the same. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them. And after that, they began talking freely with him. Joseph's journey is truly one of the greatest stories like ever told. Like I said before, we started with a young man at the age of 17 who was really just like many of us. He had a family. He was just beginning to work and he had dreams of his future. He didn't have it all put together, but he knew what direction he was headed in. And then just like us, life started to happen, right? Like it started to happen fast too. And before he knew it, Joseph found himself in situations and predicaments that he never could have imagined. And one thing or many things we can relate to in Joseph's story is dealing with hate, rejection, abandonment, doubt, disappointment, and disbelief. Along our journeys as dreamers, these are circumstances that will confront us. We started this series focused on the topic of being able to protect our dreams. And that was so important because as we witnessed with Joseph, we see how much trouble it took for him to bring his dream to fruition. It didn't happen overnight, and it took an immense amount of faith and dedication to stay down for his come up. And one thing that I truly, really love about Joseph's story is the demonstration of how God takes revenge for us. Because I believe as dream chasers and people aiming to live out our purpose, we get distracted by the hate, envy, and doubt that comes across our path. It starts to make us stumble and slip. We may start chasing our dreams for a reason and a dedication to bettering ourselves and the world around us, but there comes a time, I believe, in everybody's journey where we start to only want success to stunt on those around us. We begin to believe that once we become successful, we can show off our accomplishments and relish in the glory that we surpassed those who didn't believe in us. Instead of our original purpose, our purpose shifts to, like I said, trying to stunt on other people. We forget why we truly started. That's why I really wanted to focus on that. Looking at the story of Joseph, I always imagine how many times he possibly plotted on getting revenge. 
on, let's start with his brothers who sold him into slavery, on his master's wife for having him falsely convicted, on the cupbearer and baker who forgot about him. Joseph spent most of his life being betrayed and treated unfairly by the people around him. It, it, would, have, it would have been natu natural for him to want revenge, to calculate how he would get revenge, and honestly, to act on that revenge when he came to be second in command under Pharaoh. He had now he's in the perfect opportunity to enact all the revenge he possibly plotted on. He could have got everybody back for all the wrong that was done to him. He could have forgot about his purpose. He could have forgot about his dreams, forgot about his mission, forgot about helping the country and said, you know what? Now that I'm in command, yes, now I'm going to wreak havoc on everybody's lives who wrecked havoc on mine. But when Joseph states to his brothers that it wasn't their actions that put him in those terrible situations, but God's actions, whoo, that's powerful. He demonstrates a powerful principle we can carry with us each and every day. You are going through and will go through what is meant for you. And I know, I know that it's hard to make sense of trouble when we are in the middle of our trials and tribulations. It's hard to maintain a healthy perspective of why God will put us in the middle of a storm. But clarity and discernment come with time, reflection, and meditation. And we have to think about how much time Joseph had to reflect on his purpose, on why he was going through what he was going through. And in many times, he had no one to talk to, no one to listen to, but God. So there's whole times where he's seemingly in trouble and it's seeming like it's the end of the world. I believe Joseph was learning that he was intaking everything and and gaining a new perspective, gaining clarity. Joseph had to dig deep to understand the purpose, purpose of his process. Remember that even when trouble came, Joseph was somehow able to find the silver linings by his, by his heart and his character, his mentality. As a slave, he was given control of the entire royal household. In jail, he served as the warden. And then when it came time to meet Pharaoh, he was given control over all all of Egypt. The silver lining looks different for each situation, but I promise you it's always there. It's part of our responsibility to be patient and willing enough to search for the reason behind our pain. I believe the ultimate re revenge for the dreamer is truly forgiveness. I believe it is forgiveness because as dreamers, our belief has to remain steadfast in ourselves and in the spirit of God to deliver us from all evil. Just like Joseph, we will reach a level of maturity along our journey where we walk forward step by step with God, living in purpose, on purpose. We, we start to have the clarity to understand why we went through so many trials and tribulations, and we have a better perspective the next time a storm may come. This leads us to have a heart of forgiveness because like Joseph said, it's not the people's fault who doubted us or treated us unfairly. It's just acts of God used to propel us forward. God places us in tough situations to bring us through them and allow us to celebrate our triumphant victory. Forgiveness is your revenge because forgiveness shows a level of maturity. It shows that you have not only purpose, but you have clarity. And, and it and elevates your knowledge, your, your intelligence into wisdom. It's really an act of wisdom 
to be able to forgive people who did you wrong along your journey because you understand, like Joseph said, it wasn't you, it was God. And so you were just a pawn in my story. And once you start to recognize that people are just pawns in your story, you're able to go through your trials and tribulations and your storms with your head up. Like I said, find those silver linings and not be so concerned about other people and their actions and their words towards you. You start to focus more inward and focus on how, okay, how can I become better and gain wisdom and maturity from this trial and tribulation? So I want us to really hold that deep inside our hearts as we continue on this journey as dreamers. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Shape the Culture message. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this series. I'm so happy that we've been able to go along this journey together. I'll talk to you guys next week. I love you all.